Dawn and Steve welcome Sky Peterson to the studio for live songs her God story in one hour yes that's right it's Moody Tunes uh, we are glad to have Sky hanging out with us for this hour here welcome it's good to have you here thank you so much glad to be here well, you know, there are a lot of uh, things as we think about getting into Christian music. A lot of artists I know have uh, struggled for a long time, and you're in the middle of that right now. <laughs> uh, but let's just, can we deal with the elephant in the room? Yeah. Is that okay? Sure. All right. All right. Go for it. Your dad is Andrew Peterson. <laughs> yeah, let's get that out of the okay, way. Okay. So we'll just get that out of the way, we'll, <laughs> and then, then we can move on from there. Um, so what is it like growing up with a father who is known in the industry mm-hmm. is on the road doing the tours all yeah. of that was, was did that kind of impact or influence your career choice you think yeah oh absolutely i mean he's he's the best dad in the world but i, I think growing up with with music all around you and allowing it to be kind of a part of your daily life and conversations. Like I don't think it's most people's normal life to kind of like be dropped off at your co-op by a tour bus. And yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, like getting to be invited into their, their career is, is really, really fun. And I mean, it inspired my songwriting in so many ways. Um, hearing the way that he thinks is like, Oh, my dad can, can think like that. I guess I can too. So yeah, so many ways that he's influenced me. I, I would imagine so. And uh, you said dropped off at the co-op by the tour bus. So mm-hmm. you were homeschooled? I was homeschooled, yes. And uh, my, my kids are in their second year of homeschooling okay. right now. So okay, they nice. were fairly new yeah. to the homeschool community here. But as you think about um, homeschooling and mm-hmm. what did you like or dislike yeah. about growing up in the, the homeschool community? I, I loved it. I mean, the main thing that is great about it is just that you have freedom which um my I have two older brothers um one loved to draw one loved to play drums and I like to write songs and so and all three of us are like doing that as a career now and um honestly I credit that to good parents and homeschooling like um the fact that we had time to hone in our hone in on our creative gifting um and I don't know like have time to go to the zoo instead of taking a zoology class like the, those are the kind of things like there's there's only so much you can learn from a textbook before you just have to like go out and and try writing songs or or you know make a pie <laughs> and yeah. that can be your chemistry class for the day. Which I yeah. love that and yeah. uh, I, it's, it's fun to watch our mm-hmm. family and my kids kind of yeah. do that same thing, where mm-hmm. the you know mom is using just everyday life to pour into you know. Well, we're going to yeah. do math by a trip to the grocery store or <laughs> yeah. by cooking or whatever in that way. But it, it is fun to see that. But you talk about, you know, from a young age, writing songs and wanting to be a, a songwriter. Yeah. Um, I would imagine as a parent, you know, it's really cool to see your kids step into and lean into that. Hmm. And as an average parent, I would, if my kid was into that, I'd be like, okay. Good for you. I think you got something here, but maybe mm-hmm. you do, maybe you don't. <laughs> you you had a parent who really could kind of influence and judge and yeah. mentor. And so mm-hmm. uh, talk about what that was like to have a, a dad yeah. who could invest in your um, songwriting development. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I mean, I've always, I've, I've loved writing songs um, as a way of processing things like that's kind of been my pure motivator, um, for ever since I can remember, like if I had a bad day, I would just go to my guitar or my piano and I'd, and I'd write a song about it. Um, 
my dad does the same thing. Uh, I I think he uh, his ability to craft words um, to express his his heart and and uh, the inner workings of his mind and everything is is like such a gift. Um, so watching that, I guess, is like, um, yeah, really inspiring. That uh, there's there's a lot going on in every heart and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and to be able to put it into words. But yeah, he I'm trying to think of like the way the way that he would pour into my songwriting looked looked a lot less than you would a lot less like you would think. It wasn't like every day we'd sit down and he'd be like, "Well, play me what you're working on." It was more like whenever I write a I wrote a song, I would be like, "Hey, can I play this for you?" And then afterwards, I would probably cry because sharing things is hard and right. and we'd hug it out and he'd tell me <laughs> what he liked about it and we'd just carry on with our day. So it was less like a like a teacher relationship and more like a dad who likes hearing what his kid ha- has to say. I love that, and I've got to think that that is so healthy mm-hmm. uh, for it to yeah, be that so. way, too. Uh, so, obviously, you know, growing up in a musical family, very natural for you to move towards mm-hmm. songwriting, playing, instruments. How I know you've you've said guitar, mm-hmm. you've said piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How many that, other instruments? That's, that's it? just about it. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, and, I, and I fake them both. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully well enough to where nobody knows. <laughs> uh, well, you're doing a great job <laughs> with you. that. Um, when we come back in, in a little bit, I want to find out a little bit more, just giving you a heads up here, a little bit mm-hmm. more about growing up in a Christian home. And just because, you know, we are wired to want to write songs and play music and we have that influence there. The Christian influence doesn't necessarily transfer either, and mm-hmm. and so wanted to spend a moment talking about that. But before we do, it is Moody Tunes. <laughs> we we got to uh, play a song here, Suburbs. Suburbs. Tell me the, yeah. what what was going on with this song. Uh, this is a song I wrote for my mom. Um, who's yeah, she's amazing. She is this. Uh, she's one of those people that teaches me about Jesus without really even trying to um like she's just kind of embodies christ in a a way that i haven't seen in very many people and um yeah she's wonderful and i it was also like a couple days before christmas and i didn't have a gift for her and and i realized that writing a song was way cheaper than anything from pottery barn so (laughs) this is also her christmas present um but yeah this is called suburbs skies and it rained like it was springtime the world it bears a beauty on its back and I love the Carolinas the Blue Ridge and the Pines but Tennessee is all I've ever had cause somewhere in the suburbs there's a little grass And a home with the heart of a mother Just waiting there inside Each day I'm out to 
I can picture the home on the hillside And I see her open door and open arms Oh, and yearning is a holy thing It's the imprint of eternity And the sense that there is somewhere we Sky Peterson. It's called Suburbs. It is Don and Steve in the morning here on Moody Radio, and uh, Sky's hanging with us this hour. So more live music on the way, as well as her God story, and that's coming up in three minutes here on Moody Radio. And Sky Peterson with us this hour. It is Moody Tunes, and man, I love that song, Suburbs, you just did. Thank you. More coming up all throughout the hour here with uh, live music in studio here. But Sky, we talked a little bit about, you know, God had put in you this gifting for songwriting and music, growing up in an environment where that was nurtured and encouraged. Mm -hmm. Um, Also growing up in a Christian family and household, but just because mom and dad have a faith and a walk with Jesus doesn't mean that our kids necessarily do. At some point, that faith had to become your faith. When did you meet Jesus? Um, I think my around around 10 probably was whenever I Jesus started be, to become a little bit more real to me. Um, I grew up going to an Anglican church, and part of the Anglican tradition is that um, 
you kneel when you pray and you hold out your hands when you receive communion and you, you know, cross yourself when, um, during certain phrases throughout the liturgy and you pray the same prayers. And there's so many things that, um, are weekly that you do to kind of embody, embody what it means to, um, be a believer. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so growing up doing those, saying those prayers and doing those actions, I think was really helpful because it put my body in a posture of where my heart, you know, should be. And, uh, and now, now that I, um, am older and, you know, I'm so wise now that I'm 21, um, it's crazy. Uh, but I, I feel like, um, those, those liturgies now mean something more to me, um, that now that my faith has matured and I've, and I've actually gone through seasons of doubt and, and faith and, you know, the combination of those two. And, um, but I remember as a little kid, I, I always felt like, uh, so, misunderstood I'm, I'm an extreme enneagram four and uh just really like felt things deeply and, and felt lonely even though I was surrounded by by good people and um and so the older that I um got I think the more I was understanding that like Jesus came to earth to understand what it's like to suffer um that that like Jesus is not just this um you know old man in the in the sky he's he's not like an accuser he's not um like uh he's not unkind he's not irrelevant like all all of my fears as a kid that like either god wasn't real or if he was real he was unkind um those those fears have slowly been turning around as i've gotten older and you know of course i'm still wrestling with the those ideas but um Jesus has a way of, of, um, moving through springtime and people and, um, you know, novels and, um, and story, like just so many things that where God is like, Hey, I think you're getting me wrong somewhere because I'm actually close and I'm actually really kind. Um, and I actually really love you. And, um, yeah, I, I just keep learning that. You know, and I think our entire Christian life, doesn't matter how old we are, I think the entirety of our Christian life, we're learning and wrestling and questioning and affirming faith and and all of those types of things. The journey's not done until we see him face to face, right? And, And so what do you feel like, if anything, he has been showing you or teaching you recently? I love daffodils. <laughs> like okay. I've always loved those and I guess later later in this hour I'll I'll play a song about it. But um but they've always meant so much to me because they always come a little bit before springtime actually hits. Like I, I saw some in my parents' yard the other day and they're kind of like lining the streets and we had a snow week last week and I even saw some like buried beneath the snow. Um they always come a little bit early because they to me, it's like this little reminder that like it's not it's not the end. Like mm. this cold, this gray, this annoyingly frigid season is like it's not forever. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Sometimes the the Christian walk, or just the walk in general, regardless of whether or not you're a Christian, like it can just feel like like it's just gonna go on forever. Like whatever whatever weight I feel on my shoulders, it's like, it's never going to be lifted. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I get 
these little winks from God. He's like, hey, like I see you and it's not, this is not the end. It's not over. Like there's a Sandra McCracken song that's so good, but it's like, um, if it is not okay, it is not the end. Um, yeah, yep. which is like, those are words that I remind myself again and again and again. Because if you believe in the gospel, then you know that like the death isn't, death doesn't have the final word. Right. Um, it's a part of the story and it's important and it had to happen. Like, yeah, the resurrection would mean nothing if, if the death didn't happen first. And so kind of reminding myself or, or I feel like God is reminding me, um, that, that death doesn't have the word, the final word. And, um, yeah. And that springtime is coming. Yeah. I, I love that. And those visual reminders, mm-hmm. like you said, of the daffodils and just these yeah. little things that God just kind of can use to remind us the truth about him mm-hmm. and who he is. And uh, I love that truth that, you know, the death is not the end. Yeah. Um, but as you were sharing with us a few minutes ago, you also, as you write songs, there's a lot of just kind of working out, feeling, emotion, mm-hmm. uh, putting things you know down that you may be thinking about, wrestling with. I'm wondering, is, is that a part of Not So Sure? Yeah. Yeah. This is a great song to play after that conversation. It's, it's a song about, about middle school, <laughs> which... Um, as you can imagine, it's a very happy song. Um, <laughs> and it, yeah, it just, it, it basically, um, plays out what we were talking about, um, yeah. how I write songs as a means of processing. And one of the things I'm very passionate about is, is being real. Like there's so much Christian music that feels not that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I've kind of just made it my mission that, you know, if I'm going to write songs, I'm not going to lie in them. (laughs) And, and if I, and there are certain songs that, that require like saying things that are hard to believe, but I'm going to say it anyway, as like an affirmation, like that's a different story. But, um, this song in particular is, um, kind of describes like whenever, whenever I was little, my mom would always like take pictures of us and I would always make a face. Like I would always make a weird face. Um, and I think, that just shows that like showing my real smile, my real self is really scary. Um, and, and to kind of like block out like by fake smiling or by, you know, making a weird face to kind of cover it up, you're actually like blocking other people out. And so of course you're going to be lonely. Of course you're going to be lonely if no one's getting to see what's really going on. That's insightful. Yeah. Um, I told you I'm 21. I'm so wise. It's crazy. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, the, this song is, is kind of about middle school and, and how to um, cope with all of those feelings. <clears throat> During break, I heard them laughing as they gathered up and talked. So I went into the bathroom and I cried behind the stall. No one noticed I was missing, so I took a breath or two. I wash my face to leave no trace, no mascara residue. Cause if you wanna know the truth, I'm still that kid in middle school, acting wiser than the wise, just to prove I'm not a fool. I wanna have it all together. In front of you, and I used to think 
risky, but that's the thing. I'm not so sure anymore. I'm not so sure. Well, I long for real connection. I try to find it on my own, and I ache for something honest. Well, I'm putting on a show, masking all my fears and failures with some painful kind of pride. You say. to Sky Peterson here on Moody Tunes. Not so sure. Well, one thing I'm sure of is I love, love that song. I think a <laughs> lot of you. us, you know, can that may take us back to middle school, but that may hit us in mm. where we're living right now. Right? <laughs> I think uh, that wrestling with doubt is something that we probably all uh, can can relate to no matter what season of life you are in. It's 25 minutes after the hour, and we're going to come back, continue this conversation with Sky coming up in three minutes on Moody Radio. Sky Peterson with us this hour and live music uh, still to come. We got a couple more songs kind of queued up that we're going to get to in a moment. But Sky, there are three questions that we ask every artist who comes in for Moody Tunes. They're okay. really, really hard. Are you, but you, you've already <laughs> oh. established you're 21 and you got it all yes, wired, right? Everything figured out. So by this now. is going to be easy yep. for you. And in fact, it <laughs> will be easy. Uh, number one, what's your favorite meal ever? Ooh. This is this is hard. You were right. Um, what's my favorite meal ever? Um, this is this is probably just because we've been eating it so much. But um, I just got married in in October. Congratulations! Um, thank you so much. And we 
um, where we stayed on our honeymoon was like kind of in the middle of nowhere. It was just in the little flat, but um, we had to like get groceries and like some of the only stuff that was available was this um, stuff for like a grilled cheese. And so we made, um, but it was like a glorified grilled cheese where we uh-huh. like cooked ham and kale and onions and everything, and we added it to it. And it's now like just my like my favorite meal, and we eat it way too much. Well, it, number one, it sounds good. Number two, <laughs> it's your honeymoon. I know it's so, associated like, with such exactly, a sweet memory, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I totally. <laughs> get that all right number two what artist are you listening to right now Anais Mitchell she is she is my I discovered her like probably two years ago and I am such a fangirl she's like my hero in every way all right so I don't know Anais Mitchell what uh, type of music uh it's it's singer songwriter folk um she wrote the musical Hadestown um but her like singer song and her stuff is her main thing and it's just so good i'm like i want to meet her so bad but i also know that if i do i will just be like the most annoying fangirl in the world <laughs> so i probably shouldn't but yeah no she's wonderful and just real and um yeah our first dance was to one of her songs and she's just great oh so. uh, that's cool yeah all right so third question who has been your biggest human influence in your faith journey Jesus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Sorry. Now, it, yes, um, that's why I tried to put the biggest human influence, but yeah. he was 100% he was man human, too, so right? We, so. we can fight about this. Okay. But yeah, other um, than Jesus. Other than Jesus, my, oh, that's, that's a great question. Um, my, my parents are the obvious answer, so I'm going to say that, but I'm going to think of a different one. Okay. Um, I think, okay, I think. Uh, uh, my friend Alan Levi is this, uh, he, I think he's like in his seventies. He lives in Georgia on our, on a beautiful piece of land with his 99 year old father. And they are just like, (laughs) he's one of the, just like the kindest person I've ever met and, um, is a songwriter, but he, I think the reason why he's influenced me so much is just that he's like consistently joyful, um, there are a lot of serious Christians and I think like you can be serious about the gospel and not be a serious person. And he is just goofy and lively and fun. And to me, that is like one of the holiest things. <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think Jesus is that way too. I, I think you're right about that. I think uh, he had a fantastic sense of humor that <laughs> we so somehow too. just miss when we read scripture so often. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's very cool. Well, when we come back, we've got more music on the way. Maybe you've got a question or comment for Sky. Feel free to text that in this morning, 800-555-7898. That's 800-555-7898. Also, want to find out a little bit more about Tom. I mean, you just drop this you know, <laughs> news that for some of us, we're like, wow, mm-hmm. I'd heard you got married, but I didn't know his name. So we're going to come yeah. back and uh, find out more about that coming up in just a few minutes. Don and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. And we're getting the morning rolling here with Sky Peterson on Moody Tunes. Uh, Sky, singer, songwriter, been doing live music, and uh, we're going to get back to the music in just a moment. But uh, I had heard that you got married back in October. Did not know that his name was Tom, though. I learned that (laughs) this hour. Mm -hmm. You guys are just over three months in. Yep, just over three months. What has been the biggest surprise or the the thing that you're like, wow, I didn't really see that coming? Yeah, um, we've actually gotten that question a lot, and the... 
the truth is it is a lot like I pictured it. Okay. Just better. Like it's just the it's just deeper and and richer and like it's just every I think every little moment feels so special. Just eating dinner as a date now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just like reading together on the couch as a date. So it it is just genuinely like what I what I thought it would be and and more. All right. Where did you and Tom meet? We met so um my dad does this tour called Behold the Lamb of God uh-huh. uh, every Christmas, and my uh, Tom was doing merch for that tour, so he was he was running some of the behind the behind the scenes stuff, and I was singing on that tour, and I got assigned to the merch table to help out, and so we got to hang out for like a month straight, and then after that we started dating. All so. right, so were there uh, sparks right away, or was <laughs> it one of those things where all of a sudden you realized, oh, okay, <laughs> it was it was. Um, there are sparks, but I was actually dating someone else at the time, um, and not not nothing. No one's super serious, but um, yeah. And so I ended up like getting to know Tom, and I was like, I think I like Tom. Yeah. <laughs> and so I like broke up with the other dude. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was a great dude, but you may Tom, be a Tom nice guy, but over. Tom exactly, yeah. <laughs> and and that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, do you remember when you had to tell your parents that? Yeah, I think Tom might be the guy. <laughs> Was well, that nerve wracking or was no, that? Like... I think they knew way way before I did. But they, it's funny. Everyone on the tour was like watching it all happen, yeah. and and before I was like willing to admit it to myself that I that I like this guy. Um, everyone else was like rooting for it behind the scenes, and so um, my dad at one point was like, "Hey, can you like Tom?" <laughs> 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 and I was like, "I think I might. I think I do." So. Um, yeah, and and here we are. What was later. it about Tom yeah. that won you over? Uh, his humor um, and his his love for true and beautiful things. I think um, our conversations were just so easy, and um, yeah, he he's just he's just one of those people that makes me laugh a lot, but also makes me think deep deeply, and um, he's just the whole package. Like it's it's hard to find someone with such depth, and also it's with such like you know, brightness, yeah. like he doesn't take life too seriously, but in a really beautiful way, kind of like Alan Levi. It reminds me say, a lot of him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Reminds me of him too. Mm-hmm. Well, you can see Tom when you go to Sky's website, skypeterson.com. <laughs> He's the cute guy with glasses. Yes, there, exactly. As, uh, he was described to me a moment ago. And <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yep, yep. Yeah. Everyone can admit it. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Well, <laughs> we uh, got another song or two that we're going to squeeze in before our time is up here. God is in no hurry. Mm-hmm. What uh, do you remember? What you were thinking about when the song came together? Yeah, um, I wrote the song with Andy Gullihorn, and we had three hours booked on on the calendar to write the song, um, and we basically talked the whole time um, about prayer and mm. um, and just that feeling of of being in church and seeing people raising their hands and being moved by the music, or you know, with tears on their cheeks, or uh, I don't know, they're they're hands held together and I don't know, just like obviously something's happening and sometimes it feels like I walk into church and um, I feel either jealous of that feeling because I don't have it um, or it's like, oh, they're faking it. Um, and uh, not not all the time because a lot of times I go into church and I'm the one raising my hands, but um, it's just that feeling of like, is something is something wrong with me? Am I going too slow? Is my, is my faith process not like working was there like I don't know 
um, a, a mess up somewhere? Like, did I do something wrong? Am I getting something wrong in my faith? And, um, and just after talking about that, you know, for three hours straight with Andy, it was just like, by the end of it, it was like, okay, God just loves you. <laughs> yeah. You can just rest knowing that he loves you. It, it's okay. You can walk into church and feel that way and God's not pointing his finger at you. Um, and yeah, so this is the song that came out of it. When you close your eyes to pray And your mind starts drifting off Do you feel a little shame Like you're getting something wrong Like there's a way you're supposed to be That you haven't figured out And if any of this is real and you should be there by now Oh God is in no hurry You can take your time Trusting that the process is Part of the design Oh following the crumbs Of what makes you come alive Well he loves you where you are step inside the church and you see their hands held high do you wonder what they heard and why you can't feel that fire so either it's all pretend just emotion lost up or a deficiency within like you're not spiritual enough oh god is in no hurry you can take your time Trusting that the process is Part of the design Oh, following the crumbs Of what makes you come alive He loves you where you are Not where you should be God is in no You could try and force yourself into being what you're not. You could dress your doubt up well in the Sunday best that you've got. But I don't think God above has to be so hard to find. Cause he's in the things you love. So linger there a while. Cause God Take your time Trusting that the process is Part of the design Oh, following the crumbs Of what makes you come alive He loves you where you are Not where you should be God is in no hurry He loves you as you are, not as you should be. God is in no 
God is in no hurry. That's Sky Peterson here on Moody Tunes. And you want to connect with her? It's simply skypeterson.com. And when we come back in a little bit, we're going to find out uh, what the future holds as best as you know. So we'll uh, come back and continue the conversation with Sky coming up in three minutes on Moody Radio. Well, we've got Sky Peterson in the studio with us here on Moody Tunes, and uh, she's done a number of songs uh, throughout this hour. We've got one more that we're going to squeeze in before our time is done here. But uh, we've talked a little bit about, you know, your gifting and your history in terms of walking with Jesus and all of that. What is the dream? What's ahead for Sky Peterson? It is weird to be in this stage where I don't actually know what my next big goal is. And because I am, I'm such a planner, like I am always um, looking towards the next big thing in my life. I remember I, I went skydiving whenever I was 18 and I remember jumping out of the plane and literally as I was in the air thinking, all right, what's next? Like, like what's the next big thing I can do? And, and I like, that is such a good picture of like the unhealthy version of like, you know, always wanting to be looking towards the future and always planning the next big thing um, because you're forgetting to enjoy what's what's right in front of you. And I think um, this season has just been so good. Um, of I've been doing a lot of house shows. So if anyone listening wants to host a show, I love doing that. That's like one of my favorite things. Um, I do church shows and college shows and all that. Um, and But for now, it's just like recording music and and hopefully there will be a a couple singles coming out sometime soon february 16th um will be the next single um it's called if you'd let me um and yeah there will be an ep by the end of the spring and then i have a side project i'm working on with my friend addison agan um but yeah other than that like just i think just i just want to enjoy being married and enjoy writing songs and, and enjoy kind of where i am without um thinking of the you know, next giant accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really good and healthy to, you know, not lose sight of where you are right now because you're so forward uh, focused. Mm -hmm. So good for you for doing that. Um, All right. We've got time, I think, to squeeze in one more song here. Mm -hmm. Resurrection in you. Can you set that up in 10 seconds? Sure. Uh, (laughs) 10 seconds. Oh, gosh. Uh, This is a song uh, that was written um, about seeing God in all things um, and in uh, the resurrection in people and in springtime as well. I think you made it. That's Sweet. good. Let's take a listen. Okay. <laughs> it's called Resurrection in You. Well, her soul was never moved when we in that holy room Her faith was empty as a hollow tomb She'd sit there with her chin in her hands Now she's standing in the second row With her hands up in the air, you know And the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost Are welcoming This is not just a story made up in my mind. It's real. Seen it with my own two eyes. And I know, I know, I know that it's true. Because I've seen the resurrection in you. Resurrection in you. 
Sky Peterson, Resurrection in You. It is Don and Steve in the morning, and uh, glad that you have just come in and hung out with us this hour. Appreciate that, and thank you for making the trek in here this morning. Thank you so much. Well, if you want to find out more about Sky, find out uh, where she's going to be on tour, because there are dates coming up here uh, starting on the... uh, 14th of uh, February on Valentine's Day, as well as get connected with her on social media, be able to stream the music, all of that at skypeterson.com. Hope you go check that out, skypeterson.com. Thanks for listening to Moody Radio.